0: have to have bum bum and then narration starts <laughs> ten years ago they made a list <laughs> that's pretty good
1: it's been ten years
0: nobody paid five cents to read this list <laughs> they paid $8.99 or however much the magazine is all right uh, uh I just want to jump to this because my name is Hector Navarro sitting across from me is my good buddy Mr. Keller, say Keller welcome. Knobloch welcome to the 500 greatest films podcast I'm Hector. That's Keller. Say hi, Keller. You just said it twice, though. Say hi, Keller. <laughs> it's redundant. Hi, <laughs> our guest tonight. We finally have on the show. Yay. Not having headphones is weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we sound great. <laughs> I believe it. One of the uh, one of my favorite people to talk movies with. Aww. And I'm going to put you in the category of people that I love to talk movies with, whether we agree or disagree, because we have great conversations. And I'm so, so glad he's finally on the podcast. You know him from Hyper RPG, the owner and CCO, chief creative officer. And I think I can thank our guest tonight for more than any, maybe one person for me having a career. It's Zach Eubank is our guest tonight. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Absolutely. But you did the work. Right, but you asked me to do the work
1: (laughs) Dude, I'll never forget those moments And I was there to support both of you (laughs) I'll never forget those moments Oh yeah, Chip guy in the back (laughs) (laughs) Yeah I wouldn't even chip guy. Chip guy. No. Oh, gosh. I'll never forget, Keller, honestly, how many people sent me really angry messages about letting you do karaoke. Oh,
2: or letting me do the light board. <laughs> people <laughs> just be
1: like, I, this isn't funny. You have to stop. This is not funny. You're losing subscribers. Here's I'm the like, thing, everybody here is laughing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Uh, and all honestly, though, I'll never forget those moments where you and I would sit down and you'd be like, okay, honestly, I think I'm going to quit my job. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go for it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna quit. Mm-hmm. So you're you're sure this is gonna work, right? <laughs> you're like I'm about to quit my job. I have this. Like yeah. we're gonna have constant work, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, And I'm you were like, yes. <laughs>
0: and I was like, okay. All and right. You've been <clears throat> mostly correct. I have been really fortunate enough to be able to not have to go back to my nine to five because I've been able to hop around to different. It just became freelance, which is a whole different. You know, it's freelances. But let's abysmal. let's be clear.
1: You did the work because thank you, man. Uh, the life you signed up for by quitting your 9-to-5. I don't think people... Truly understand what that means. It's it all means about the hustle. You work every single day, and right? You work from the moment you get up to the mm-hmm. moment you go to bed. You mm-hmm. know, we just you knocked out five hours of a day to do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot
0: of money that we're leaving on the table somewhere.
1: <laughs> Wait, we're not getting paid. notes. <laughs> I did a whole nine to five today, <laughs> yeah, so I don't yeah. know what anybody's yep. talking about. Oh, and Zach, <laughs> your payment was the BBQ. Did you say was pretty yeah, good? Barbecue.
2: Any
0: time,
1: mm-hmm. anytime. Okay, okay. give me barbecue and I'm here. Okay. This
2: is a shout out to Doctor Hogley woggly's Tyler. Texas barbecue.
1: <laughs> can I can I follow that up with? Please. I'm not a Texas barbecue guy, but yeah. the briskets, the breast brisket I've had in L.A. The, the briskets, breast, the breast brisket, brisket. The breast one. Oh, breast
2: man. brisket
0: and brown town.
2: <laughs> what? Brisket.
1: Is L.A. Brown
0: Town because of all the Mexicans? <laughs> Keller. That's exactly That's what wow. I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I I want to start this episode with okay two things right we've got two traditions and Keller is going to be in charge of the first tradition but you're in charge of the second. And we were talking about it beforehand. Where by the end of the episode, we're gonna ask you, Zach, mm-hmm. and your brilliant filmmaker mind, to pick any one movie ever made to I, add to a new list. So in case I you haven't seen, I appreciate
1: that. But calling me a filmmaker when oh. our biggest claim to fame is you doing a, a burrito sketch. I don't know <laughs> if that's a film. That's a film.
0: That's a short film. Um. So these are the guests that we've had on the show. Uh-huh. And those are the movies that they've seen. We've seen okay. with our guests, and then on this little category Is here, the ones they recommend. Yes, and nobody's so,
1: recommended the movie I suggested to you either. Did I, you search that list?
0: Let Let's check right now. I don't believe so. i Am looking in the eyes. Wow. No. Not okay. Yet. I'm now, excited. No, we're only okay. we're only two. Two plus years into only two the, years, the, out t- of ten. the ten out of mm-hmm. ten. Well, so I better get, get my get pick it. in there quick then. Yeah, and, and it's going to be a good one, and we'll talk about that a little bit. And okay, that's, two years in four weeks. That to me is the most exciting thing about this project. Like we get to have people over once a week to watch a movie, but it's and whatever the passage of time. That's it. Two years, like <laughs> so. Exciting. Honestly, since we started, Keller has become engaged. So that's pretty. That's Dude, pretty yeah, special. Since you that. guys
1: started, I got married. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. And, and you keep doing this for ten years, you'll be married yeah. by then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot to plan away. wedding. <laughs> <It's> the plan? <laughs>
0: that's the plan. Um, so I, I want to start the episode by just handing Zach the magazine. Okay, and get having mad, you go through. Zach, Zach go, get mad. No, go all the way back. I'm all the way start back from to. Uh, yeah, you don't I've have already been mad.
1: I looked at the very first. Top. You don't have to. You don't have
0: to comment on every single one, but. I want you to get an idea because look.
1: Sleeping Beauty coming soon to DVD. <laughs> yeah. How many times you looked at this magazine when you first told this me is... you were doing the 500 Greatest Films? Yeah. I have a book oh. at home that is 500 Greatest Films. And I thought it was going to be that book because that book is phenomenal.
0: Ooh, it's not this. What was it? What was it like? Written by Leonard Maltin or some really good film person? It
1: was put out by like USA Today, oh. and it's like really thoughtful and has oh. all sorts of great interviews to go along with each pick. It's a book like. Like, yeah, this thick.
0: No, 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 these are little blurbs. We're gonna do a magazine, <coughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you you guys did magazine. a
1: magazine, um, by 10,000 of the readers, you, correct? Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, Hector was like, Let's do this, it'll be fun. I mean, saw me there. on the internet today <laughs> that
2: we have to watch a 15 and a half hour movie, so yeah. uh, I don't know. Hector's got to find somebody new by
0: 263. <laughs> wow, <laughs> so part of the convo, Zach, is it like each week we look at this and we do discuss this is from the year 2008. Yeah,
1: yeah. Lots of good movies have come out since then. Oh, so many good
2: movies. So Wait, many. It's this been this came out in November.
0: Incredible. Yeah. So this
2: did come out after the economic crash.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> what does that have anything to do with? I just I want get, to know where yeah. people's headspace context. was. You, know, you didn't, uh, get, you didn't get all those
1: movies about the economic crash. That's true. exactly That's no true. big short yet. Yeah. No fun know?
0: with Dick and Jane. No fun
2: with Dick and Jane. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey no Ron jokes. Mm hmm.
0: Mm hmm. Um, but, but I think that. On top of just Wait, 2008, is
1: there will be blood in this? Yeah. What year did that come out? Two thousand 2000- was yeah. when it came I think video, there will so be. Like I want I you to the
0: go look at what number ten is on this list. Okay, fine. Oh, you'll get there. You'll, get there. I'll you'll get there. You'll get there. It's it's, but, it's yeah. it is a fascinating list for so many different reasons because there are just amazing films on here for, yeah, sure, are, for but sure. sure. But there's definitely movies on here that it's like, okay, this is. But think is,
2: about the outrage you just had about the lack of representation yeah. on this list. Look yeah. at the top ten
1: of this list, okay. and you won't yeah. be at all surprised. That said, it's missing. Lawrence of Arabia. I've seen this whole big spread about it. I've watched that movie more than any movie of. my my life. Wow. Really? Which is a weird one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So it's More
0: than Hot Rod? Long as hell. Oh,
2: Don't worry. Hot Rod's oh. already on the
0: list. We put it on the list. Okay. okay, okay.
2: <laughs> that was Keller's what? first pick. I was saying, what? look at number 10 on the yeah. list, dude.
1: Hot Rod. <laughs> what did you say?
0: No, Where you've, do you. So off. you've seen the two movies you've seen the most in your life are Hot Rod and Lawrence of Arabia. Perfect, <laughs> basically <laughs> the
2: same one-two punch. Yeah. What happens is all I'll, dude, uh, I'll watch the first half of Lawrence of Arabia, <laughs> <laughs>
0: intermission hits,
2: throw on Babe, Hot Rod. That, that, or- that orchestra starts. <laughs> yeah, then, throw in the Hot Rod Blu-ray. Yeah. Right?
1: If they ever do Hot Rod at the Egyptian, well, then oh. I'll catch up to Lawrence because they keep doing the seventy millimeter yeah. Lawrence of Arabia yeah. at the Egyptian with the intermission and everything, and it's, I saw it's an experience.
0: Not Hot Rod, but I saw MacGruber at uh what's the name of um at the Beverly I guess like Quentin oh, okay. Tarantino's theater I think uh um yeah I saw it there once and that was pretty awesome and like Yorma Tacone didn't know and he had directed Magruber and like he didn't know that they were screening it and somebody told him after the fact and he was like what huh? yeah He's what hilarious. do you, what do you make of this top 10 Zach
1: I mean these are all great movies but yeah. they're all of the same type mm. you can you know they they very much outside of like uh the Empire strikes back mm-hmm.
2: you don't think that's the third best movie of all time <laughs>
1: No, I got to be careful because people who like Star Wars are oh, real for opinionated sure. on the internet. Here's the deal. We've had Guess what?
2: <laughs> Darth Maul's at the end of Solo. Palpatine's <laughs> been alive the whole okay, goddamn okay, time. Okay, I don't give a fuck, <laughs> dude. Yeah, dude.
0: <laughs> no, you're right, Zach. It's like I think <clears> I I can agree that it, most of those in the top ten. I'm like, yeah, that's a great movie. But they're, they're great. what, what they're you said was interesting the is same type. What is that type? You said they're the same type of movie. And would you count um, The Godfather as part of that too? Tell me what type of person put all of these
1: movies on their list an old white dude yeah (laughs) you know like 100% um I I mean there are a couple like you know even though Raiders of the Lost Ark is of the same type Mm -hmm. of these others with the same kind of tone Mm -hmm. of the time I think Raiders has a different kind of special flair to it than these others but you I mean you can't deny that Apocalypse Now and The Godfather are great yeah great films but it kind of discredits an entire world of movies. Mm. These are all American films, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And they're all about kind of male violence, male
1: dudes and violence. Except for Singing in the Rain. Yeah, Singing, singing in rain. the Rain. one. but know, also unless you consider Gene Kelly was a piece of shit, yeah. male violence. <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> Make nineteen-year-old
2: Debbie Reynolds cry. We'll get to it. In so 10 there years. needs to
1: be a lot more variety, for sure. Right. I, I mean, and that being said, it's like I do love every one, yeah. one of these movies. Yeah. But Number but ten. Yeah. Fight Club shouldn't be in the top ten. It's a mm-hmm. great film. Mm-hmm. David Fincher's an amazing but director But it's not even
2: David Fincher's best movie.
1: No.
0: Zodiac. But is. also
1: two thousand eight. What else? Yeah. Zodiac. Zodiac's yeah. on the list. Zodiac's on the sense. list and yeah. it is
2: better than Fight Club. But yeah. it's
0: also about in two thousand eight what how has what, what had everybody been talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, and for yeah, how yeah. long? Fight Club had been ten years. Now plus. at this point when you mention yeah.
1: Fight Club, the internet collectively rolls yeah. their eyes.
0: Right. So, it, I think that Fight Club would still make this list mm-hmm. today, but it would way be lower. way lower.
1: I don't know if it would make the list. Wow. I think it Wouldn't probably it cra- would. It'd be crazy if Just it went because from top 10 to not at all. Yeah.
2: They would still ask 250. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They'd still yeah. ask a, half the same people yeah. who they asked right. for this one. Right. it's still the same, A bunch of the same people are still subscribing to Empire Magazine. Correct.
0: And they would still write in and they would
2: still, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, the only people who read Empire are the people who made this list the last time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Dude, we watched Crystal Skull for this. We watched Phantom Menace for this. <laughs> yep. We yep. watched a Andy Warhol produced student film called Flesh. Man, mm-hmm. it's going to be really easy that to we sound had to like find a pretentious film person VHS. on the podcast. <laughs> we are so good at sounding like pretentious film people yeah. after seeing some of these movies. Yeah. Just kidding. We sound awful. People no. think we're so dumb. Uh, yes, they're and like we this are, is the most meandering podcast yeah. I've ever heard. <laughs> they haven't the movie yet. Because we cover, because right? we
0: cover like a, like an incredible film, and and it, like fifteen minutes in, we're like, let's talk about Fast and Furious franchise, and we'll do that.
1: How many times have you guys talked about? all the fast movies
0: fast movies at least once an episode <laughs> at least trek at least comes every up every two episodes we well, you know all the time.
1: I, and i will say that i think one of the staples of good cinema aren't necessarily that it's a good movie Ogres. it's like <laughs> how did it stick with you and how mm-hmm. did it define a certain mm-hmm. time you know like just to say it's an expertly made film doesn't it completely takes away from like the cultural relevance you know it's like yeah hot rod i think got shafted yeah, definitely. I agree. And it has withstood the test of time.
0: I would agree. What year? Was it 07? I think it was 2006 or 7? Six or 7, yeah.
1: It did not do well. No, it did not. It did just like the movie that we just watched. Oh! Did not do well. And just like when summer to didn't you, do yeah. well. <laughs> wet Hot American, yeah.
0: Thank you for the segue, Zach. Uh, yeah, there's so many like no, that. I took I mean, back to Wet Hot American. Okay, summer. okay wet <laughs> summer. It's amazing. Uh, somebody uh, the other day was like, the thing was going around on Twitter. Write down a movie. They came out after the year 2000 that has a below 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, but that you like enjoy. And Hector was like, Enjoyed. oh, John Carter. Oh, wait, 54%. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, I've probably got That's a right. ton. Yeah. I like
1: some weird art house shit. Yes. A lot.
0: It just reminds me of the conversation. like Sometimes movies that are under 50 are more interesting than a movie that's like a solid 60 or 70 oh, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. It, Hector
1: and I just watched
2: Cats Don't Dance the other day I like that movie it's
1: and good. as much as it drives people away if I see one on Rotten Tomatoes it's like 80% critics yeah. like it yeah. 20% audience likes it i like yeah. oh this is gonna be my shit yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be my movie
2: <laughs> that's probably what The Lighthouse is oh yeah. god I man, you know? love The Lighthouse exactly. so much. it's probably. nuts the fact uh, I hit oh, the microphone man, that I'm movie, sorry that, it's okay. that movie I don't have my
0: headphones The so Lighthouse Alright, well speaking of Speaking of Lighthouses Keller, why don't you queue up our first tradition on the podcast I'll Tell cue us. It up. Tell us what movie we're talking about tonight Now since this is Empire Magazine Zach, you're familiar um, We're gonna have Keller read the blurb Okay It's in the magazine I'm curious In a stuffy British guy voice Oh Because yes. it is Empire Magazine So As, as Roger Deakins Yeah So stuffy British guy What it's movie, are we, what movie are we talking Roger about tonight? Deakins.
2: Roger Deakins is too. too nice Okay 396, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford, 2007 director Andrew Dominique. The kind of satisfying, elegiac western you thought died out with the 70s great performances by Brad Pitt and Casey Affleck, but this is truly its
0: director's work. Mm. Interesting. Wow, interesting. Like I would not 70s? even call it a
1: 70s western. It's, it's not violent th- enough to be a 70s western. They, they very much mean, wanted it to be don't like don't a Terrence Malick any
0: movie. Social issues. It's a Terrence Malick movie for sure. Yeah, it's But it doesn't unreal. talk enough about God to be a Terrence <laughs> or Malick <dad>. movie. <laughs> or does or it? Dad. But it
1: does give off that dad energy. Is he God, dad to
0: us all, guys? <laughs> <laughs> the father, yeah. Actually,
1: I would say talks a lot about God yep uh, I would too I think that there's a lot of symbolic representation throughout the whole film of the holy week
0: yeah oh yeah yeah true. we were talking about that yeah. how, how they tell you April 3rd or April whatever yeah, it was and,
1: and died and he's you know if he's the representation of Jesus and then and the like brother so. hanging himself or shooting himself whatever mm-hmm. the the brother committing suicide and then eventually him getting shot at the end it's just like this whole like it's, it's
0: pretty biblical. So so far, just t- tackling. I'm saying it's not overtly
1: biblical. That's true. It's, it's, not. it's not
2: beating you over the head. It doesn't open with scripture. The way, yeah, <laughs> the way. Um, what was it doesn't cut to creation. <laughs>
0: Tell her, what, what was the Terrence Malick movie we watched? Tree uh, of Life. No, no, we didn't watch Heaven. it yet. Uh, Days, of Days, Days of Heaven probably. Days of Heaven Days of Heaven that would be on the yes. list beautiful it, it would was. be on the list for sure so cool it's So cool. really pretty
2: really pretty movie all his movies we're, were gonna really watch pretty. Badlands
0: too. at yeah. least of course yeah that's on there uh, but Tree of Life didn't that come out after yeah, I think so. Or was so. it? Yeah. It was after after Oh eight, speaking of our boys, was a, B like two thousand ten to twelve. In B pits. Uh, I think the, the only blurb. reason.
1: Now that you mentioned this came out in two thousand eight. This list. That's the only reason this movie's on that. You it's think? Because it's two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Because
0: people were just a year removed from and like it was, that was amazing. It was
1: in the it was in the awards circuit, but it did mm-hmm. not it did not do well. So
0: are you saying that this film that you picked that you love? Oh yeah. Wouldn't make the cut today. I don't think so. Really? There's I would put not it in enough there,
2: but of not on a this fan list. base. Not on this list. Yeah.
1: Doesn't wow. even have a 4K release. Not, it's not going to get a Criterion release. It's not going to get a 4K release. It'll wow. be in every
2: top ten Western list from now on, though. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe.
1: I don't even know if that. I'd say it does it's have a, like a a, to- a weird following of people for sure. Yep. People yep. love it. You got to be from Missouri. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> or you said my brother and I might be the only ones from Missouri that have seen it and really <laughs> talk about it. Uh, but fans of the Deeks. Yeah, fans of the Deeks of the Roger Deeks. That's mm-hmm. yeah. true. Love that! What
0: not? Killer of Sheep. What is it? What's a other Brad Pitt movie he did? Roger oh my God. Not Roger Deakins. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Dominique. Oh, killing the them, Killing them softly. Killing them softly. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that one? No. Oh, okay. Okay. I saw the poster.
1: Yeah, it's let's, an interesting movie.
0: There's a couple right, really, really good scenes in that. The
2: Overall, it's kind of cold. Whatever. Open of that movie is fucking. Like 20 minutes long, and it's so wow. good,
0: yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's fans of the Deeks that will that have become, I feel like, mm-hmm. champions for this, and also
2: movie. Roger Deakins definitely has more of like a presence as a cinematographer. So, yes. maybe film fans might go to bat for and it he, a little bit. Yeah, he's telling
1: people this is one of his favorite movies that he's done, really. I don't know if he does anymore. I know a couple years ago he was still telling people that. I so, bet he still does.
0: Zach, you know a bunch of behind the scenes for the film. Which is, I Well, you don't know a apologize. bunch of
2: behind the scenes of Jesse James. Yes. Yeah. That I want to get into. Because you, so you grew you up worked, in Missouri. Grew up in Missouri. Two blocks away from where you <laughs> lived at one
0: point or uh, something? Well,
1: that was like one of their like ancestors' house they were crashing in at one point in Kansas city.
0: Uh, so let's start with you, True. Zach. Uh, You can go into that if you like, but but start with just giving us your overall thoughts. You've seen this movie multiple times. So many times. So many times. I want to know about watching it tonight, maybe with some of that BBQ in your mouth, but watching Mm, it tonight. Was there anything new? Uh, That means barbecue, guys. guys I I
1: think because we were talking about it, I noticed it a lot more of just how fucking good Brad Pitt is in this movie. Excellent. And Excellent performance. He he's stole scary. the show, and when you look away and you're talking and you're eating food and stuff like that, and you look back at any moment mm-hmm. that he's on camera, he is captivating.
0: And you said the, the movie states... That Jesse James has this affliction, this thing where he blinks more than regular people. And but Brad he hardly Pitt ever
1: freaking blinks. And the movie and then he even blinks. called it out. And I'm like, is this yeah. supposed to make me uncomfortable? Or is this like an error? Or is it just like you want to state that he always blinks, but then not have him blink just to give you that extra feeling of, of just unease. like, when's he going to fucking <gasps> blink? <Yeah. laughs> or when's or he, he going to fucking more. shoot me? He's a psychopath. It I was- do that when
2: I go play poker. I'll be like, I blink a lot. And then you <laughs> <laughs> and then I won't. I won't blink. That's won't crazy. Really throw them off. You know who's yeah. really
0: good at not blinking? Jesus Christ, Adam Lavick. Did you guys see his Instagram also, story? Also, Jesus Christ, really good Jesus at not Christ, blinking. Jesus Christ, the only not one. Anymore. <laughs> the, not anymore. The only person. Well, you say not anymore, but yeah. three days later, he could again. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Easter week. No, Easter but week. Adam did this um, Instagram thing where, you know how they were doing like the... all of those filters? There's one that was like, try not to blink. And then it's just a timer. And Adam Lavick with his dead eyes is just staring at the camera like <laughs> I for like slept in like for like five minutes, dude. It's it stressed me out. That's and some he, suspense right it there. It was so suspense. I'm i I'm like sitting on the can, like, when is he gonna blink? It was terrifying. But you forgot that to poop? That was just
2: now. That's yeah. why it took Hector yeah. so long yeah, exactly. to come back exactly. out here. Exactly.
0: You know, they say they don't want you to poop. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody go uh, look at Hector's friend? retweets. You're going to be able to do it. Make a poop friend. Um, you can't quote <laughs> it's bad. A, a, a
2: guy video <laughs> on Twitter <I> know. <laughs> and expect people to know. Hector's doing <laughs> a really bad version of someone's yeah. really good Donald Trump <laughs> it's impression. It's really bad.
0: It's really bad. But I want to <laughs> talk about this movie. Zach, you said right off the bat, uh, you were picking up on how good his performance was. Brad and Casey Pitt. Affleck. Both He's of us. We, so we, nice. we were all picking up on how. Oh, by the way, Boo, Casey Affleck. Boo, boo, Casey, boo Casey Affleck. Um, but he was perfectly cast. We were talking about how tense, how tense the movie was. Yeah. But talk about why when I sent over this list or I don't know if it was Adam who recommended, who, who he,
1: I've talked to Adam about this movie. Before. So
0: he knew he was like, you got to get Zach. Yeah. Cause I've talked about Zach. this
1: movie. It's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I, am a huge Roger Deakins fan. I like Andrew Dominic's work. I've mm-hmm. seen it in theaters multiple times. Once with, uh, commentary afterward and questions with deacons another with dominic wow you said deacons uh, was
2: sitting in front of you and you watched oh my him react God. that was one of my favorite movie? la
1: experience only in la could this happen and it was one of my favorite experiences ever to be there knowing that he was going to speak that night and then while i'm sitting there waiting for the movie to start he sits right in front of me and i was the like shock of white oh, hair uh, 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 i was trying so hard you know i was like the little like filmmaker in me wanted to be like he uh sir i'm a big fan <laughs> <laughs> oh man you're really good uh, but I didn't say anything, but I watched him very creepily the whole movie. Wow. And watching really, someone uh, else. Robert Forded him. <laughs> I did. <laughs> watching someone else react to their own. Like, it, it's always great to see a hero humanized, mm. you know? And he humanized himself while watching his own movie because he was so critical of himself. And just like you would be, and something you made 10 years ago, yeah. he's like squirming in his seat. He was like putting his head down at times, and Whoa. other times he would be looking at, absolute wonder yeah it's like wow we really did something special and then you'd be like oh, oh i remember that you know and you would look away it was really cool it was wow. a really cool thing to sit there and watch him react to it and then he got up and talked about a lot of the scenes and shots and how they pulled them off and stuff but uh that's awesome it's one of my favorite movies visually mm-hmm. i think the sound design is superb i think the soundtrack it's a Agreed. movie that shouldn't work uh, yeah it shouldn't yeah the between the narration and The Mm -hmm. very story time, the very yeah, Mm -hmm. how long it is. Even some of the choices in the cinematography are very strange. We talked a little bit about that. That that what is that?
0: What kind of lens is that?
1: Like a tilt shift kind of thing. I think they were doing some lens whacking and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. it was it. it, It's a movie that shouldn't work, and maybe that's why it was so hard to market uh, in a lot of ways. But it does, and it has its own. Feeling to it, its own very like cinematic That's quality, a and I think long ass title, yeah, <laughs> a very long title that was in Brad Pitt's contract that that could not be changed. Wow, that was in his contract. That's baller. It is baller. Yeah, I love that. And he's mm-hmm. honestly the only reason we ever got this movie in theaters. Period. Mm-hmm. Brad, he fought for it. Thanks. And Thank he you. went on to do another movie with Dominic. So, Thank Obviously, you it was a good experience. Yeah, but, uh, apparently, he had wanted to do. Apparently, the whole reason this movie got made is because. Uh, Brad Pitt fought, saw Dominic's first movie, which was uh, Chopper. Mm-hmm. Chopper, yeah. And then, uh, who was that? Was that was it Banna in that one? Was it was a different British actor. Who was it? Mm. I'm trying good. to remember the British actor that was in that one. He was in Troy with Pitt oh. and telling Pitt about how much how good, oh, good. it was to be it on the movie. It could have been Eric
0: Banner, because Eric Banna is Australian. So oh, it was yeah, probably yeah. Maybe him.
1: Maybe it was Banna. Yeah, maybe it was Eric Banna. I'm trying yeah. to remember who was in Chopper. Um, and that kind of led to... Pitt meeting with Dominic and, mm. and getting this whole thing, and Pitt helped produce it. It was Bana, okay. So,
0: so my question is, was this a script that already existed? Did Brad Pitt have access well, to it? Was it? Based on a novel. Based on a novel. So, did like Brad Pitt read the novel and go, "I want to make this movie"? Or? I
1: think Dominic had been optioning it. I, I would believe because he Cause wrote he the script wrote it. too. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. you're from Missouri. You yeah. grew up in this shadow of the legend of Jesse it's James. It's so weird.
1: Because Brad Pitt and Jesse James are both like Missouri celebrities, wow! But growing up, more people talked about Jesse James, which is a really weird Than thing. actor. Brad Pitt, but part of that is because everyone around me was racist assholes, <laughs> and at the bottom of that is some real tinge like Confederate, like mm. dreamy, like he's a Confederate hero. One to of now. the last
2: Confederates, yeah, sticking it to the yeah. Union. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, he was he was a part of the Bushwhackers, which was a notorious Confederate group that mutilated people. There were numerous massacres by this group of people, Jesus. and they record of him and his brother being a part of those massacres. Wow! Like when uh, Union soldiers, there was one instance where the Union soldiers were retreating and they mutilated a hundred people who had retreated. And these, when I say mutilation, I mean they were known for chopping up body parts and scalping them. Like, Ugh, like these going are, back with trophies, putting stuff on yeah. sticks. <sighs> these, these, are are not, these are psychopaths. These are psychopaths. And then Seriously. this person ends up becoming an American hero. Yep. Yeah. Well, yep. think
2: about every American hero. George <laughs> yeah, Washington yeah, yeah. was a yes. homicidal maniac. <laughs> yeah. uh, Donald Trump's a racist
0: piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it hasn't great.
2: ever gone
0: away. Yeah, we love my, our assholes. My question is, Andrew, no, Goddamn we do. Jackson, how do you think an Australian did with this Missouri-specific story? Because I think he did an amazing oh, job. Great,
1: and I and I wonder how much Pitt had to be credited for that. And I told mm-hmm. you guys the second that movie starts and you start hearing Pitt talk, I, it comes out of me. I'm like home again. Mm-hmm. I hear my dad talking in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. Like he gets the he's from there, and it, it fits so well. As a Missouri boy, seeing all the shots in Canada can be a little tough at times. Because I'm like, this doesn't look like Missouri. I've never at seen all. that tree, a tree fucking, before in my life. We don't have fuck, We got pines, but not like that. Not mountains.
0: <laughs> There's no mountains. There's definitely
1: no goddamn mountains. So
0: two questions for you, Zach. Number one,
1: in case people aren't... They're valleys.
0: Valleys, In case people aren't fans of this movie or don't know it as well as you do, number one, why is this movie
1: good? And number two, why is it good to you? It's... Good because it's a freaking masterclass in tone and pacing. Yeah, agreed. it's a really long movie, but it doesn't feel like it because you're getting so much constant information. <laughs> you're growing with the characters. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that happens. Zoe
0: Deschanel doesn't appear until two hours ten minutes it's into incredibly the mo- incredibly
2: like. long, incredibly slow. And we all said at the end, like that was didn't night. feel like three hours. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yep. It's a, just a masterclass in tone and pacing. Yeah, and the acting is unreal, phenomenal, and you're yeah. getting Roger Deakins cinematography. And I will say, it doesn't feel like a movie that should work. Yeah, no. I get that. But there's a charm to it, and it's it's charm that makes it immediately recognizable as great cinema. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a moment where you're watching certain movies that you recognize this can only exist in film. Just like how like, with really good comic books, you're right. just like, this is an experience I can only get by turning this page if and, you, and just getting into this book. What, yeah, Same with a movie like
0: that. With with a comic book, if you add sound, it it would kill it. it would, there's something different to it. If you add animation, it's something yeah, different. And you but, make it
1: a movie, it might not work as yeah. well. It's like it's an art form, and yeah. there's certain aspects of cinema when you see it done really really well we are like this only works like this and it can, shouldn't can you, work at all
0: do you have some examples or an example of what you're talking about from this movie because for me the whole train robbery in the beginning yeah. and how you were talking about how Roger Deakins was so nervous mm-hmm. about the lighting for this Sequence where there's just no one lighting, line. one light on the train as it's coming through in the night and peering through the trees. And that, like, knowing that and, and the then silhouette watching of it. Jesse
1: James standing up as wow. the train gets close and just so good, so good, and so such good. confidence. And the train coming and the, the filmmaking. filmmaking. Mm-hmm. And that, and that even Deacon said, was a credit to uh, Andrew Dominic having to push him. And Deacon's having a gut feeling, and Dominic saying, Follow it, follow it. And really? And Deacon So it was wanting, Deacon's idea. It was Deacon's idea, and it was a gut feeling, but he was. Too insecure to follow through. Dang. And he kept saying how he was like nervous to even like follow through because it wasn't, it was too risky. It wasn't safe enough. And I love that. And That's it took art, having man. a director push him because this movie has a lot of very dark scenes with one source light. Yes. And Deacons does that a lot right now. Mm. If you saw 1917, things like that, like he does that kind of lighting a lot now. Was this the beginning of that? It, very, I'm not going to say There's a for very him,
2: similar, like, style effect that he does in 1917 though like almost the same type of thing yeah
1: and i i think that it could have been the start i don't want to speak for him he's an easy person to ask questions to so maybe (laughs) i'll just ask him on his (laughs) website but uh he did say in that interview that he wasn't you know comfortable yeah and he but now he didn't have the confidence to do that and it took the director really pushing him and making him feel comfortable and supported to try those ideas out Mm-hmm. And I love hearing stories like that, Same. you know, because, you know, it's like filmmaking's at its heart. It's collaborative art. And, mm-hmm. You know, everybody's supposed to be supporting each other.
0: Yeah, it's all for commercial stuff. But to hear a story like that, you really are reminded, like, that's an artist pushing himself. Yeah. You know, and Andrew dominic has
2: got fucking Roger Deakins there. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure in Use
1: the back them. of Andrew Dominic's mind, he's like, this is fucking Roger Deakins. Dude, if you got a gut feeling? Follow it. <laughs> you <laughs> shut all the Coen Brothers
0: movies. You do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, so, no country for old men. Second God question, Zach. Damn. Why is this movie good to you personally? What is it, What does it mean to you? Why it's is it so a favorite hard of yours? to
1: wrap that up mm-hmm. into a simple answer, I can't deny how growing up in Missouri affects a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just
2: you, I because mean, I, mean, I know you did with those talk stories. about how much everybody in this movie is a piece of shit. Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah. Everybody in this movie. <laughs> they're sucks. awful people yeah. And yeah i shouldn't like it i usually don't like movies like that but they're also awful people shown with a charm yes and i thought the movie did a good job of that because that's how people perceive jesse james mm-hmm. he was an awful person he was a murderer but he had starch defenders mm-hmm. and the movie doesn't try to make him charming Mm-mm. he is terrifying mm-hmm. but there's a charm to the movie around him and it really helps you like not excuse the characters for their acts but at least be okay with watching them And fascinated by them. Yeah. I got. And it also never tells you it's okay. Right. And I would have a problem if it went that route. If it started to tell you this is okay.
0: And I really appreciated how, I mean, the title is The Coward Robert Ford. Mm. So watching the film, you know that he's going to kill Brad Pitt's character. You know he's going to kill Jesse James. And there's so many bad things about Bob Ford. He's a real squirrely little piece of shit. But he he hasn't done
2: anything as bad as Jesse James at any point. And
0: what I like is that by the end of the film, when they show you him getting killed and sort of what happened to his life afterwards, like I felt pity for him. I felt sad for Robert Ford. Yeah. He was used by the government. Yeah. In a way. Just like a just like a male model in Zoolander. But
1: he also was obsessed with celebrity. I think the whole film has a lot to say about celebrity. And that's what it is like we drive for this notoriety and fame and all this stuff. And it did it in such an interesting way.
0: How did the OJ Simpson thing happen? Watch this movie. How did we elect Donald Trump? Watch this movie. Yeah.
1: We're fascinated by these things, yeah, and knows it. The movie's aware of it. It wears mm-hmm. it on its face, and it kind of shows you how ugly it is mm-hmm.
0: without necessarily being like, "See how messed up we are it's yeah. like it's like it's just showing you what happened. It's just showing you how people reacted to Jesse James and you know them showing his body around and every places time and-
2: Jesse James like goes to kill somebody it shows that he's like making a big fucking
1: deal about it making mm. sure everybody's watching mm-hmm. he definitely and the movie shows you want want how they do die, it and they make sure you see it when jesse james dies you don't see the bullet go through you watch yeah. him fall from behind and every time jesse kills somebody you watch it brutally happen yeah you're he- usually face forward getting to watch the other people's life fall out of their eyes and it really makes you be like man this guy's a fucking psychopath yeah a coward he shot that one guy in the back as he was riding in the dark he did yeah all out of paranoia
2: yeah
0: Mm -hmm. because creepy and i'm still confused on that that guy was he actually planning to betray
1: jesse james i i'm still unclear on that yeah i know like i was spouting out jesse james facts the whole time but i'm unclear on that because
0: this character was acting as nervous as though he was guilty but the movie set up Jesse to be, I'd be so so scared of Jesse dude.
2: James all the time.
1: Anyway, all the time. Let's go for yeah. a
0: ride. Oh, uh, I'm dead. It's
2: He's gonna kill me. And you have your guns. It's gonna
1: be a pass for me,
0: Buster. Um, I thought
1: they did a good job of showing you how lonely it is, too. Yeah. To have that like fame that he as had. as he was Jesse so lonely.
0: to be up there at the top, absolutely, and uh, have to try to maintain it. And you know, he probably it's it's again, it's celebrity. You don't know who your real friends are, and you don't know who's just sort of basking in your. In your limelight, you know, so. Especially when you're famous for such evil shit. Yeah, exactly. Zach, do you have any other final thoughts? Anything else you wanted to, um. On the movie? Yeah, on, on, on Oh, it's
1: just, it's. uh, It, it is, it's a hard one to talk about.
0: Yeah. Because it's very different. It's not super fun. It's bleak by the end. Like, we were all, we were all bummed out. It's so bleak. And also
2: making a movie about, like, a confederate hero. Mm Mm-hmm. It's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. and But this movie does make it that you know everybody's bad yeah. in this and movie. He, and oh, you watch was, some like westerns of the 70s. They're, they're, not, not, they're all hand yeah. heroes.
0: Here's one like fact that I did want you to spit out, because you said this before it was mentioned in the movie. You said that like Jesse James, the real Jesse James, was somebody who at times picked political opponents. Well, or see, like, that's where it's like, I guess a it's a little muddled. debate. Okay. It's a little
1: muddled, because he did... Kill someone in cold blood that he thought looked like a uh, Union uh, soldier or general yeah. that he knew. Isn't that and crazy? it wasn't, but yeah. he killed them. Um, and some of the banks that he robbed at first weren't too long after the war and they were owned by Republican Union mm-hmm. members. You know, Back then, believe it or not, the Republicans were the liberal people who yep. wanted s- slavery to be abolished. Yep and the Confederate soldiers and and James's family was very notoriously pro slavery and mm. they had plantations and um once the James brothers joined the bushwhackers the James family his mom and dad uh their family actually his mom had remarried they had to move away to another state they were supposed to go south further mm. into the Confederate uh but they actually just moved to Nebraska secretly and uh um the their old farmhouse and stuff like that was given up and now it's like a historical landmark but they uh they, they were known to be just, like, very much against uh, anything the union had to represent. And, and they it- were very pro-slavery because they had, they had their hands in a lot of different uh, crop. They grew hemp mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And Jesse James' dad is actually one of the people that started Merriam-Webster University. What? Um, out what? in Missouri and stuff. And uh, he left for the gold rush and died and then whatever. But... Uh, crazy stuff i one of the things i did want to bring up that i think is absolutely fascinating is <laughs> jesse james's mom's name is zerelda <laughs> zerelda okay zerelda the legend say, of, no, zerelda. can you say it in a missouri accent okay. zerelda. zerelda 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 zerelda
2: zerelda you get over here your
1: his mom's name is
2: zerelda
0: okay
1: and his mom's brother's name was jesse okay all right so he's got so a uncle she's got, she's, got, she's got an uncle jesse she has a son names him like jesse mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. And then he ends up marrying his uncle's daughter, Jesse's daughter, whose name's Zerelda. No. No. Name
0: name for his own mother?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So he marries Zerelda, his cousin... And then they have a boy and name him Jesse. So what they say about Missouri's true? <laughs> but unfortunately, Zorelda <laughs> dies off. They didn't oh. keep the Zorelda line running for some goddamn. Hey, if reason. there's
0: any descendant listening right now of the James family, do do me a favor. If you are named Zorelda, name your kids Zorelda. Have a daughter. Name her Zerelda. I'm naming what all a my kids fucking Zerelda.
1: weird name, though, to like keep passing around. Zorelda. Also, just to marry your cousin, but you know, I guess whatever. It was a different time. Nope, the yep. name's weirder. <laughs> Game of Thrones. They Game were of Thrones. siblings. Yeah. Game
0: that's true Yikes. that's hilarious Zerelda so much weird her, and stuff. her like shortened version of her name was Zell. Z. Z is what they called that's call what they
1: called her in the movie but I mm-hmm. don't have any recollection of any history class I took growing up mentioning yeah. that they They're called
0: like, her Z I can't say Zerelda yeah. <laughs> it's like Zerelda don't roll off my yeah. mouth Z it's gonna be Z um, yeah and, and just to double back for a second about the, the sort of like history of, of the James family and, and how they were pro-slavery at one point in the movie uh, the narration says, like, he didn't pick any political opponents, Jesse James. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. It was, it's I mean, up it's, for it's
1: debatable, I guess, historically. Because he was a
0: psychopath, not up for debate. Because it's
1: also up for debate. Uh, a lot of people at the time, mm-hmm. uh, the, the individual who's running the Kansas City Times uh, was an old Confederate soldier, and the the paper was very pro-Confederate and was mm-hmm. trying to create, like, a... Uh, you know, a resurrection of the Confederate mindset within Kansas City, even though Kansas City was typically a more liberal and Union kind mm-hmm. of place, uh, and especially like further over in Lawrence, that was like the home of the Jayhawkers, which was a famous Union group of soldiers, mm-hmm. very close in location to the Bushwhackers, and so there was all these tensions. And a lot of people at the time believed Jesse James was writing these letters into the Kansas City Times and mm-hmm. being published that were at first more about his. Uh, you know outlawish it, it, kind of adventures. ways and, and also proclaiming his innocence. Mm-hmm. They were also very much proclaiming his innocence. Mm-hmm. And then they became more political over time. And a lot of historians now believe that it was actually the editor of the Kansas City Times writing them under the name of Jesse and trying to tell people they were from Jesse yeah. James. Yeah. And they couldn't find any like proof, proof that Jesse James wrote them. Uh, so it did whether or not he was political, he was political. You know what yeah. I mean? because He was used politically. He was used very politically, and I think even after his death, he was in to, to his fame and why he was so famous. A lot of that had, was Confederates sympathizers mm-hmm. boosting him up. He mm-hmm. was a representation of their anger and revenge the that they wanted. You know? Does
0: Jesse James have any? Statues that were erected in like the 50s anywhere in the south. I don't
1: know. I don't know if I don't know. There's tons of places around where I grew up where it's just like bank that Jesse James robbed, Jesse Mm. James Museum, old Jesse James Family Farm, you know, (coughs) that you could pay money to go into and all this stuff. Maybe you Uh, don't need a
0: statue. There's already a bunch of stuff. There's a lot of stuff.
1: Even in Louisiana, they still to this day have a Jesse James like uh, memorandum kind of thing. He was only in Louisiana. (laughs) temporarily in this one county or something and they still do like a jesse james wow kind of thing there and it's you know people live in the past for the weirdest reasons yep and it's strange it's like this dude murdered people in cold blood
0: for the most yeah make america great again yeah Yeah. uh okay keller yeah hit us with some overall thoughts assassination it's a great movie this is your boy for a reason you own it yeah you own it I enjoy this movie a Have lot. Have you
1: watched it's the behind-the-scenes feature on it? No. Because it's not that good. Uh, the, Blu-ray, the Blu-ray tells you it's going to be a behind-the-scenes look at the movie. It's just about the history like a of Jesse James. Oh, oh. I already got that from Jesse you. just about Jesse James. Yeah.
0: I already That's know it. that. And you probably gave us the real, real. Yeah, history. Don't don't quote me like okay. I'm
1: some historian. I am a very dyslexic individual with a bad memory, so <laughs> <You're> <laughs> I can thinking of a lot of things. You're thinking
0: of James Jesse. That's yeah, problem. that was it. Yeah, you're yeah. thinking. No, no, but I I will come to you as a, as an expert because you might not be a, a Jesse James historian, but what you have is you have the experience of growing up where you grew up with that you they have a lot of it. third grade propaganda yeah yeah, not yeah. oh dude when I,
1: when I got to college and went to a history class i was like wait a minute yeah you mean all the things they told me in junior high history in my uh, podunk town in southern missouri yeah were they said not necessarily just
2: slavery. factually yeah. correct
1: yeah. and they were like yes that was one of my favorite i'll never forget my very first day of college history And that individual knowing that they were teaching in a Missouri State Public College and just telling everyone, first day, everything you learned in high school was probably a lie because they were racist assholes. Whoa. And then just goes off for the whole semester about like, all these things I have to reteach you because people out here won't allow certain textbooks in schools that will give you the truth. Now, things have changed since I left. But there was like some of the stuff that I was taught in junior high was... Ooh, some propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're from Texas, so you know what I'm talking yes. about. It's <laughs> not insane. good.
0: It's not I, great. I remember just a few years ago, the controversy was that uh, I think it was a textbook in Texas because that's always the, where the news stories happen, said like, you know, like uh, in, the, in the 1600s is when black people started to like immigrate to the united yeah, states like that, kind the, of, that kind of that kind they started to migrate to the u.s forced migration yeah <laughs> yeah nowhere would you find the word forced um what are their overall thoughts you have on what we watched texas is racist missouri is <laughs> racist uh hey, a lot of chunks of california are racist hey let's be real yeah. all
1: of it yeah is, is racist. Ra- yeah <laughs> can we talk about how everyone in this movie got really famous except for dick little <laughs> Mark Brandanowitz.
2: Mark Brandanowitz <laughs> from Parks and Recreation. What's yeah. that actor's name? Should uh, we look it up? Paul Schneider.
0: Paul Schneider. He, yeah. I thought he was good, but also it's very similar. He wasn't to, as
2: good as everybody else in the yeah. movie.
0: Yeah, I mean Casey Affleck, was but also great. Like
2: Casey Affleck because is a big deal now. Brad Pitt sure. already was a big deal, sure. but like Jeremy Renner is a pretty big but deal, sure. like, is pretty big deal is, now. Like I, Sam I Rockwell. Uh, Sam Rockwell. You know, sometimes big when you hear now. stuff about
1: a certain actor being a big deal. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't know. And then you watch me like, oh man, Brad Brad Pitt can fucking act when he because we were talking about is like, Ooh.
2: when was Brad Pitt like starting to fucking turn
0: it in? Brad Pitt, I would put in the category of people that are too hot, too good looking for their own good. Like like the people prejudge a character actors stuck yes. in a leading man's leading body. Leading man's body. As you he know? gets
1: older, I'm excited that he'll take more like yeah. Yeah, I want him to start going. Yeah.
2: Uh, what's the? I just blanked on his fucking name. The guy mm. who's in all the. He's in Office Space. He plays a stapler guy. Oh, I'm Brad Stephen Pitt Root? start doing Stephen Root. <laughs> <characters>. <laughs> oh my God! Sure, why not? Oh, well, that's a turn. I was gonna say maybe yeah, some like Willem Dafoe shit. Root where he's like, like, he wants Stephen Root. I love yeah. man. I could watch The Lighthouse forever just listening to Willem Dafoe. His scream monologues, in that movie? monologues in an old sailor voice. I the want best.
1: him to get. I want the an Oscar album just for those monologues. Yeah. I couldn't believe
2: he didn't. He should do a spoken Phenomenal. word album that's just him <laughs> screaming White <laughs> House monologues. That'd be amazing.
0: I really hope uh, he's got a, a, a bigger role in Aquaman 2 whenever they do that. I love Willem Dafoe. You spilled your beans,
2: Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> that's great.
0: <clears throat> um, yeah, no, but I, I would put Pitt in the same category as... I think John Hamm is such a funny comedic actor and he's stuck in this like chiseled yeah, yeah. jaw, like I,
1: I love that Thirty Rock just called yes, it out.
0: That's what I'm saying. Uh, Margot Robbie, I think, is also somebody who it's like she's so beautiful, but she's, a, she's I think so she's good. taking control of her own career. Though. Yes, she's in charge yes. of herself, yes. which is what's that great. Girl,
1: like Tanya was phenomenal.
0: I Tanya, she produced that with her husband. Yeah, and it's you know, and that and that's that was I think part of the her reading roles and being like mm, I want to do better roles than just like the, the girlfriend or the wife to whatever the male you know. Yes, so she was so good in that. Yeah, she's really good. Another Australian. They're really good looking down there. Damn Hemsworth, it. I think every once in a while Damn Hemsworth. Late. I'll see him like listen, anytime he's been Thor, except for maybe Thor the Dark World. Anytime he's like, been Thor, he's phenomenal. Hemsworth is great. He can make you so cry. So we're just talking about handsome dudes that can smash now. Let's we're just keep going. Tom Beatle. Hardy. Uh, t- Man, guy's good. Oh, Dude, no, Tom yeah, Hardy has done good. some shit that you're he like is holy
1: fuck. Bronson?
0: Is yeah. <laughs> Michael yep. B Jordan. Yeah. He's good. He can Man, turn in a good.
2: real emotional ground of performance. I agree. Even, and be in a and superhero really, movie. And be really
0: buff while yeah, doing it. And be fucking buff as hell.
1: I get really mad at how naturally charming and funny Chris Evans is.
0: I know. I know. And yeah, Knives Out, and you go, God, he is good. He's really good.
2: Yeah. Or just when like someone's good at all of it. Yeah. Like someone can sing, too. <sighs> I don't like, know if I've
1: told you this story before. I worked with Chris Evans once, mm, and what? I don't know if I should be saying this on a podcast because it was a secret job. Oh, so, like well, I was don't a say what the job is, but, but four, it'll be easy for people to figure it out. Oh, Fantastic boy. Four, three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was after it was during it was Follow during the shooting of Winter Soldier, so he was buff as hell, Ooh. and Ooh. I, w- I was for a time I was a kind of cinematographer where because I was non union and I had my own red, mm-hmm. people would call me up and be like, "We need you to come shoot on this thing, mm-hmm. secret project." Mm-hmm. You know, like if people wanted to get around union because it was going to cost way too much money to add one more shot for the next test screening. I'd get oh. a call sometimes and it'd be like secret a secret project. job yeah. where it's me, the actor and the director. And that's it. Whoa. And that's it. Whoa. So I was in like, uh, did a whole day shoot with him. A really nice guy, but immediately someone that when I got there and he shook my hand, I felt more inadequate as a man <laughs> than I ever have in my entire life. It's crazy. I don't get weird around celebrities at all, but I definitely had this feeling of like you are far, far too fucking handsome and charismatic right now, and and too nice. Yep, Uh, no, (laughs) just no. Keep all of our wives away from him, kind of thing. You know, like no,
0: dude. Did you see that uh, Boston commercial he just did? With, with John, Rachel, Rachel, Rachel Dratch Drash. And John Krasinski Yes It's very funny It's very funny We'll show it to you after okay, okay. But he he leans in And I'm like Yeah I want more of that I want him to I want him to be You know I thought he was great In Knives Out He was so good You know Really good reminder Of uh, again What he can do Because the types of Those superhero roles it can be tough dude Yeah They're, pigeon, Rob, they're pigeonholing Robert Downey was lucky That Tony Stark was funny Like he got mm. to be himself And but,
2: Robert Downey Jr. Was already established As Robert Downey Jr. Going in So yeah, he yeah, could yeah. just true. be himself But
0: yeah And Evans and Hemsworth Were these like pretty not as well known, Chris's yet. Like the Chris's weren't a thing yet, and those movies shot him to superstardom. But like, and Steve I'd Rogers- also even say they became. I don't know. Yeah, after the fact. They oh, he's Captain America. His yeah.
2: charisma eventually yes. shown through. He rose to that it challenge. Did. Yeah. It
0: did, but those are such tough roles to like I I do not envy that's whatever what 20 movies. Though. <laughs> yeah, I do not I, like I don't envy anybody that ever has to play Superman or Batman. I'm like that's so fucking impossible to do. To play Superman, that's so hard because you, your job is just like, hey, no emotion, be stoic. Or if you're gonna have a mo like mm, like mm, well
1: Hector come on if if, if you're, you and I wanted a, a, good story, a good Superman story would it's he very be
0: stoic? emotional no come it's on. very emotional but he would be heroic and that's yeah. h- and that's hard to you know it's tough. I want you
2: guys to cast Superman right now that's a great question who's the new one
0: that's a great question
1: that's a really tough question that you mm-hmm. have to leave to the Kevin Feigies of the world yeah. because <laughs> I think that there's a certain type of yeah star and actor that we're not necessarily keen towards anymore right you know what i mean you right. know like there was an era for that kind of strong jawed mm-hmm. very particular charismatic mm-hmm. kind of person I'll,
0: I'll give you a great example do you know the guy who got cast as the new he-man he's no. that he's that young kid from that netflix rom-com remember that you know which one i'm talking about to all the boys oh, okay lo- okay that one that kid is, is gonna be he-man
1: I mean, if, any, right? if they can make fucking, if, <laughs>
0: but it's but it's but what you're talking about is you're like that that image of, of that '90s action hero. That's not a thing anymore. Yeah, yeah. We don't yeah. have Arnold Schwarzeneggers so, so and Sylvester. It's kind of like, like
1: you gotta like take all that out of your head, right? And know that if they can take you know, <laughs> like Robert Pattinson's gonna be Batman. The the Marvel workout can make anyone ripped. True. So true. When you know that, Kumail mm-hmm. And Kumail? Kumail can become yeah. a sex icon. <laughs> you to have a
2: podcast called "The Indoor Kids" about video games. <laughs> <laughs> wow!
1: So if they can make Kumail a sex icon, who then is has Superman? the charisma? That's what it's about, the, and the and the warmth, the warmth to be that's this. What it's about because that's what it, need, it needs. That's the what warmth. it's about.
0: It it would be a benefit if the guy is also like over six foot. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff's all beneficial, but. That war that warmth, I think, is key. I mean, uh, I don't know. It, it, now that I'm thinking about it, Superman is very, very emotional. Yeah. But when he is being Superman and doing his job, it's very like, you know, down to business until
1: the second. Yep. He has to talk to somebody yep. like that's to me, like, I think Talking why him down Reeve from, from jumping was so good, yes, because he could capsulate at the same time. But that back who then, are you? he didn't a have to be as ripped and buff, you know. And even like, then, we gotta the go co- to Juilliard, find
0: some, yeah, pretty boy for real. And even then, that costume did him no favors yeah. because Christopher Reeve was actually pretty ripped. And he, for, for a dude who was six foot three, he got to be like 220, 225. Like he says in the movie. And that fabric costume just took away all the muscle definition. So he just looks like he's got kind of. Kid pajamas. Yeah. Skinny arms. and sk- yeah. You know, so that's why these days they do sculpt the costumes. Mm-hmm. They make sure that they have like fake muscle shadow, definition and yeah. stuff. Yeah. The shadow and everything. There's got to so. be.
1: I, you know, I'd have to sit here and rack my brain over all the Netflix. Because yeah. Netflix, I feel like, is mm. the, sh- the network that is casting all I this got young it. talent. Finn
0: Wolfhard is Superman. Oof. Uh, nope. Nope. Just kidding. Soups Jr. Yeah. No. Superboy. How? No.
1: You know, I, we shouldn't be talking about Superman on this fucking podcast. Why what not? are we doing here? Brad not? Not? Pitt, Superman. <laughs> <laughs> For years, I thought Casey Affleck. In, oh God. In the
0: early 2000s, I thought Brad Pitt would have made a great Thor. Yeah. I no, no, no. Yeah. Back yeah. when
2: they were doing those castings,
0: they were like, yeah. "Tom Cruise Tony yeah. Stark." Yeah. Every wizard, where Every it'd be wizard. like cast. And just a movie. Beca- just because Matt Damon was um, like Jason Bourne, they'd be like, "He could be Steve Rogers, Captain America." Like, or after Saving Private Ryan, they were like, "He could be Captain America." Matt Damon could be Captain America. So oh, I'm
1: so glad
2: they didn't. I mean, yeah. But what if they had tried to do the Avengers in it been nuts. the 90s in 2002? There's, there's
1: a whole fake trailer online yeah. of the Avengers oh, really? in the 90s. It's got mm-hmm. Tom Cruise and Genevieve, it everybody. It's it's hilarious. But it would have had all of it. yeah, exactly. It's hilarious. Um, it I'll get,
0: awesome. well, I'll get back to you on the Superman cuz really it's about what <clears throat> movies I'm going to think about this. Me too. And well, I'll
1: probably bring it up on a hyperheroes with you. What's I something.
0: Wanna. And I would also I would I'm also thinking about not having him necessarily look like a classic Superman, meaning like white with black hair and blue eyes. I'm like, let's open it up to all ethnicities. But and then add you that have to part the, the
2: story. entire story. Of- not the entire. I'll, not give the, you, but enough I'll give you a great it, example. Like you to, it has to be if from... You,
0: if you shift Jonathan and Martha Kent... The you know that homely couple from Smallville, Kansas to like what if they're migrant workers? What if they're Mexican mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they raise an alien baby and the baby maybe passes as Mexican? I mean, or, the, you know, I mean like, he's
1: called a freaking alien, and the whole thing has undertones about immigrant. being yeah, yeah, an yeah. immigrant, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like actually making a fucking immigrant you, you, instead of a white guy. That's so what I'm saying though. Right. If you do
0: that, you have to fucking the, the story do that. would lean into that for sure. For that's sure. You have so to. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah,
1: and then you have some assholes be like, you would too on the nose." Shut the fuck. up. <laughs>
0: of course here. it
1: is. Yeah, Su- the story was stories. fucking
2: on the nose when it came out. Yeah, exactly. You just guys were idiots. You're like, "Oh, you superheroes."
0: <laughs> the character's name is Superman. It's it's on the nose. <laughs> it's on the nose. Sorry, he wears red and blue yeah. diapers. Get out. Came out, out during yeah. World War II. Yeah, before. <laughs> okay, 1938. I don't know well, history. Action Comics bro. had the war already started. I don't know. It was getting underway. 99. Shit was going down Shit was in 38. going, down. Shit was going down. We needed That's heroes. Um, okay, so Keller, any overall thoughts on? Jesse James, assassination. I like this movie a lot. Same. Uh,
2: Yeah, like I said, I did today. I was listening to the Indigenous People's History of America, (laughs) so I don't know if I was. I don't know. I think I've only seen this movie once,
0: really. Before. Okay. Yeah, I did like
2: a westerns deep dive. Yeah, I remember that. Last few years, I remember that, and this was one of them. And do you like the movie Open Range?
1: Zach, do you like I, that haven't movie? I haven't seen Open Range. That's a really? Robert
0: Duvall one. Kevin Costner, Robert Duvall, Diego Luna I, like I, I, really? I saw it. and I forgot I it. Really?
1: I saw it and I forgot I watched it. I
0: need to give it another shot. I
1: don't like really? Kevin Costner. Yeah. Why do you feel like you need to give it? Cuz I Diego remember, Luna's in it. Well, that, but I remember I mean, watching it. He's great, it. but he's been in bad movies too. It's cool.
0: And I think he was killed in that like halfway through. But I remember watching it and being like this is the my favorite modern western. So I need to like see if it does hold up.
1: You know what's funny? Now that I think about it, Dances with Wolves might be a movie I've seen more times in my life because my mom had a giant crush on oh, Kevin Costner. Oh, yeah. That movie sucks. We had to sit there and watch his butt so many times. <laughs> his dumb butt and mullet did you, and mustache.
0: Did you, did you have to watch Waterworld a lot? No. Mm.
1: Luckily, that one didn't tin, click with her. Tin
0: Cup? Did he show his butt in that
1: one? I don't think so. That's probably, probably. why it didn't click he with her. He drank his
0: own piss in that one, so that's probably her Yeah, going, I don't think mom no. was as into that one. <laughs> He's got gills. No, I don't like it. Uh, Waterworld's done. Bull Durham, Bull Durham, yeah. I think you see his
1: butt in that one. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. about. It's of that time. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Butt mm-hmm. time.
0: Uh, I, I'm gonna echo everybody's. Uh, sentiments about this movie overall thoughts I think it's great I think it's a but what I'm saying it is
2: weird to watch these romanticized versions of confederators this movie does very much address the romanticization Mm -hmm. it it
1: addresses that this is a time and a person that gets romanticized Mm -hmm. while not shying away from showing you you wouldn't like him yeah and he's creepy as hell, and Piece it and it, shit.
0: and it does make you reflect on the entire nature of celebrity yeah. and how it relates to how we treat celebrity to this and day. And how
2: everybody called Robert Ford a coward. Mm-hmm. For but think about how for fucking killing like, a murderer, even mm-hmm. though
1: you know he's a murderer, uh, Jesse James. How disgusting was it that the next scene afterwards is him in full acting makeup and presenting to a crowd, oh, just reenacting it? Yeah, well, well, so like, disgusting. He, and that's like, how Robert I, Ford yeah. is
2: the kind of coward who will never do anything until he did end up doing something, yeah. but he's the kind of coward who is just writing a coattail mm-hmm. or, like...
0: Writing a tell-all book or whatever, you know, Lying because, about but everything. you guys were saying he's
2: that the uh the anonymous White House insider who's a secret resistance person. Yeah,
0: and it's like... Hey man, the, the resistance, no. Get, shut the fuck, do, fuck up. Do your do more or quit? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, well,
1: I mean, okay, that yeah. gets a whole nother discussion. That's true. When you say quit or do more, things got a lot worse when Mattis quit. And it's just like there are certain people where I'm like, you know, even if I don't agree with them, should there be people who are keeping this shit in check? Yeah, there should even be. Even if I disagree but no with one them, is anymore. yeah, yeah, because everyone's been fired and nobody's been yeah. rehired. There's less people working for that White House in the history of this fucking country. So oh i my like, God. we started we a war people, and like, there's not a
2: secretary, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> scary shit. It's a terrible.
1: And we talk about all these other things, like did he lie to Ukraine yeah. or blah blah. And it's like, it's or like, look at the fact that nobody's working in half the jobs that are required to run this country, yeah. or and half of them are
2: filled by uh, people he's doing favors to, or yeah. yeah,
1: people who lobbied for his campaign and he hired them.
2: So yes. that's how celebrity happens, yeah, guys. Yeah, and that's, that's how true. people think they can do anything they want, and then they get paranoid. And they, get, and they start tweeting at and two they in start the morning, tweeting like crazy. And they're like, "No, I think I got to go to the bathroom." Nope, I'm going to tweet you back into bed.
3: <laughs>
0: and they won't let you poop, and they won't do it. Stop <laughs> and quoting. when Obama did it. I'm not talking Hector's about Twitter, that. but even I am. But I'm not. Obama <laughs> wouldn't let you do wouldn't it. Wouldn't it be great? Obama wouldn't want you taking these month-long dumps, but we're going to let you. You're going to poop for a month, and <laughs> I mean, it's, it's going to be—you so know how long weird. it's going to be? It's it just, the entire so state of Texas. Time. That's how it's gonna be okay, one stop. big poop. It's the terrible. Tire Texas border. Tire Texas border. <laughs> stop. It? I hate him. I can't I hate it. Uh Zach. Yeah. Thanks for watching this movie with us. Yeah,
1: I love watching this movie anytime.
0: Now, if you please. If, if you Add a movie. Can you, huh? Add a movie. Can you share with want us you to what th- you'd pick? Name what you'd pick. A few that went through your head as sure. well, though. Some runners ups
1: So in my head, I was just like, "Oh well, you know, I'd love to pick some South Korean films, but I'm sure they're on there. And I'd love to pick some Chinese or some Hong Kong cinema, but I'm sure they're on there. And then I started bringing yeah, them up, not that and they're like, no, yeah.
0: "No, no, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, no. Now we so, got some. We got some great picks these past couple. Just as an yeah. example uh sax car picked shauna the dead naeem uh-huh. stewart picked black panther parasites
2: on the list now right it is jojo oh, yeah. rabbit Jojo rabbit's on the list
0: now. adam picked peanut butter falcon uh fantastic mr fox hedwig and the angry inch attack the i Block. see punch drunk Loves on there punch That's drunk Great. love what
2: uh asian cinema have we had added
0: parasite is is on there uh who picked parasite wendy lee zaney mm-hmm. that was awesome um let's see what else is on here so, so it's asian cinema
1: It's really hard for me not to say Wong Kar-wai's entire library.
0: Shin Godzilla. We got Shin Godzilla. That's a great fucking movie. Chris Saldana. Great fucking movie. movie. Great fucking movie.
1: I went into that movie not knowing it was going to be about Japanese politics. Yep. And I was like, oh, wow, this is intense.
0: Yeah, that's great. Just
1: like what you were saying about, we
2: were talking about Parasite and how... South Korean yeah, South Korean
1: of, film has a very specific style. It's so fucking cool, man. Mm-hmm. They're all metaphorical and moral mm-hmm. conundrums of where do you ally your allegiances? And as the viewer, it makes us. It never gives you an answer. Right? American films tell you this is who's right. This is who's wrong. True. This is where you align yourself. Mm-hmm. A lot of South Korean cinema does not do that for you. It asks you to decide. Mm-hmm. It presents you with the information. You have to decide where you want to s- mm-hmm. say, like, enough is enough or we've you, gone too far. Do you
0: side with the rich family that kind of had Whose their, story you know, are you following? Yeah. Or do you side with the poor family that kind of weaseled
1: away into the Or the even the poorer thing. family that was living in the basement. Oh, my God. There's always someone that's got it worse. There's always someone beneath yeah. you. I, I, oh, <sighs> So good.
2: Uh, I side with a little weird kid
0: capitalism me too too. that poor kid (laughs) that traumatized kid who saw the guy come out of the thing (laughs) so creepy Uh, i love south korean stuff if i could
1: put a genre it would be south and and that's not a genre that's not fair to south koreans but a country's film i would say south korean cinema is one of my favorite favorite countries for cinema Mm -hmm. they they have such interesting movies very disturbing movies and i think a lot of is they are very similar to americans in a lot of way yeah. Uh they it, there's I don't want to insult anyone. They have a lot of cultural differences, but there's a lot of similar kind of they're one of the most religious Asian countries. Really? I didn't know that. Um yes. Oh. Uh in fact, there's like a weird um I got to be careful. I don't want to insult people. No, yeah, yeah. I really don't. You're just a guy uh, from
0: Missouri. You're trying. You're you trying to Well, that's hey, part of part of that is Missouri what makes is me saying. so like yeah.
1: scared. There was a sure. I did I worked on a documentary about um the Did you ever see Jesus Camp?
0: Yes, I think I did.
1: I worked on a documentary called God Saves Uganda, which was shot at the same church that does from Jesus camp. And that's tied to a Christian church. That group of people, IHOP, International House of Prayer, like they think Zion is in South Korea and a lot of people in that church are South Korean. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. It's Whoa. fascinating. I did not Shit. know that. Um, so
0: when Twenty One Jump Street did Korean Jesus, like that's a real thing. Oh
1: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. South Koreans and Jesus. Wow, lots, lots of stuff there. That's fascinating. So it's a lot of the same streets. Yes, yes. Is there yes. crazy like Catholic colonialism in South Korea? Oh, uh, I don't. I, there's had to be. There had, had to, to. be. Well, yeah, but I don't yeah. know if like
0: I don't know. I, mean, I don't if know if, like, how yeah. they
1: picked up on it. And uh, Asian culture in general is fascinating because every country is just so different mm-hmm. and so close together mm-hmm. and you know thai movies indonesian movies chinese movies hong kong within china movies yep. and japanese movies are all so fundamentally different yes and of course india and you cannot discredit bollywood oh, yeah. And how oh yeah those are so all of asia just has such fascinating different takes yeah. on cinema and I it feels find like our, myself yeah. most drawn towards South Korean cinema and also Hong Kong cinema. Yeah, I, I I love a lot of mainland Chinese cinema for its epicness and it's like super grand, filled with philosophical questions. Mm-hmm. I find Hong Kong cinema to be extremely human and so romantic.
0: Cool. Um, and this this comes with your pick. My pick which oh.
1: is In the Mood for Love Oh, Wong okay. Kar-Y. Okay, And it's really hard for me to pick between In the Mood for Love and Chunking Express You'll or the sequel for In the Mood for Love, which is 2046. Not In the
2: Mood for Love anymore. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's fascinating that it's a sequel. It's fascinating really? that they exist in the same universe with the same lead character. It's just, they're such romantic movies yeah. despite an In the Mood for Love, like no one hooking up. No. But one it's one of the most romantic movies I've is ever there,
0: seen. Is there, well, no, here here's the thing. I totally believe that because there are movies that one kiss can be the most impactful. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Versus yeah. like other movies where people are having sex and hooking up and whatever, yeah. whatever. It's not as impactful. It's a
1: movie about longing and culture not allowing for that longing to be accepted.
0: Very relatable.
1: And uh, the cinematographer on that is Christopher oh, like, Doyle. Actually. And my favorite <laughs> of all time director cinematographer combo is Wong Kar Wai and Christopher Doyle. Christopher it's Doyle. right up there with Coen Brothers and Roger Deakins. Really? It's Christopher Doyle and Wong Kar Wai.
0: Christopher Doyle, is he a Hong Kong guy? He's from Australia. Interesting.
1: But he lives in Hong Kong. Wow. And, and works out of there.
0: Works on films there. Uh, so what is the premise of In the Mood for Love? You kind of were talking about it oh, with okay. Keller Actor before we who's started. Who's your
1: favorite director
2: cinematographer combo? Be thinking about that. was well, Zach this I question? I will. Oh, <laughs> shit, that's a <laughs> um, great...
1: The basic setup is you have a man who works for a newspaper and you have a woman who is of the time, it's like a 50s, 60s period piece in Hong Kong. Uh, Her husband is like a salesman. She works as a secretary and um, they're neighbors. They Mm -hmm. live in the units next to each other and uh, they start to connect with each other. But the cinematography and the voyeurism of the film is Ah. so hard to explain and how effective it is. You feel like a fly on the wall, but not in a way that's trying to be like documentary. It's very specifically chosen, the the angles that you shall see things. Yes. For one, um, the husband and wife of the two main characters, mm-hmm. uh, they're both married. Mm-hmm. Um, you never see their faces the whole movie, but you might really? see like a shoulder. You might really? see like them in the distance, but and you'll hear their voice on a phone, but you never see their faces the whole film. They're distant. They're, so they're it really there. adds I mean, to
0: you falling for these two people falling for each other. You want to. And yeah. because
1: we understand the language of cinema, we mm-hmm. want them to fall in love, get together, have a happy life together. Yeah. But that's not what the movie's about. No. <laughs> and they, but it's so romantic. Yeah. And I was telling Keller before we started rolling, like there's, there's a scene in that movie that just gets me every fucking time. And mm-hmm. it's a nothing scene. Mm-hmm but it's so confident from the director's standpoint to leave it in the movie. And the
0: performances. And the
1: performances, and it's just so simple. It's just a simple bite of a lip while one person turns away. And there's so many times in the movie where they decide who the POV of the scene will be from, Mm -hmm. and they don't break that. They don't do a cut back and forth. It's very much a single-camera experience, Mm -hmm. and to the point of if they covered a scene from one person's perspective, and you only hear the dialogue through a, you know, like... Mm -hmm. For example, if we're covering a scene of two people talking through a doorway Mm -hmm. and the camera decides to stay in this moment on the woman outside the door, uh, it's never going to cut to reveal the other person, the man she's talking to that you want to fall in love with. It stays with her. And at first you would think, wow, that's kind of isolating. I want to see his reaction to her and all that stuff. But that's the brilliance of this fucking movie is instead by staying with her and watching her every eye movement her every reaction mm-hmm. while being so fucking composed mm-hmm. culturally mm-hmm. makes every little tiny thing just something that feels so powerful wow and there's moments in that film uh where the music and then a the cinematography come together to just create poetry it's moving poetry uh,
0: that sounds amazing it's you're not the so first
1: good. person it i've heard talk about me that
2: moment we watched spring in a small town, which is another <laughs> Chinese movie from 48. Yeah, yes. I have not seen that one, Fascinating. but it's about a woman's emotional journey and reencountering an old flame mm-hmm. while she's married, while and, she, you you know, married. and culturally in communist China. She can't do anything, China, anything, about, it. Can't do yep. anything about it. Yep. And yeah. then even in 48 doing the exchanging longing glances across yeah. the room while something else yeah. is happening. Yeah. And
1: all of Wong Kar-wai's movies have this romanticism to them. Mm-hmm. That's really like powerful. Um And, and just, it's, it's, it's it's poetry. He is, I think, to me, I, I'm a classically trained painter, mm-hmm. and I feel like when I'm watching his movies, I'm watching the mixing mm-hmm. of words and imagery like come together like a painting. And, and I and, love that. But it's not so abstract that yeah. it's unrelatable.
0: I can't remember where I saw... I, I, I've seen the clip of the scene you described with the woman talking to the man the man walks away but you don't see him walk away mm-hmm. but then you see her bite her lip and like do a quick You may
1: have seen it on my Twitter feed cuz I didn't know possibly, what I posted about it
0: Possibly and and I don't know if you were the person who but it's. Uh, but I feel like it's a famous movie moment It is and it's in that and moment a very well known movie it, Yeah in the mood for love is mm-hmm. is well and it's known It's not on and, the list for some goddamn reason yeah. and neither is Chunky what year Express did that come which out? blows
1: my mind yeah, what year? Do you know? In the 90s? Yeah. Yeah, should have made it. Uh, uh, the fact that Chungking Express is not in there is even more mm-hmm. upsetting to me, because mm-hmm. I think that one even had more critical acclaim mm-hmm. in America, and it's technically two movies in once, two short films that take place in the same little area of Hong Kong, Cool, and they're both romance stories, but very different. Wow. And they're, they're just so fucking charming. They're so charming. Man. You guys got to come over that and watch great. these with me we sometimes. Watch. Yeah, they're that so sounds good. great. Uh, so good. We got to watch the movie
0: uh, us borrowed, too. Yeah, we got to watch that. What What was uh, the name of that long one? Day's journey, long
1: day's journey. Long day's journey in tonight with a forty minute long three D one take. Yes, Woo! Yep. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait, yeah. dude. There's scenes in that fucking movie that had me jumping out of my chair. What? what? Oh my Why? god! Why? Because they're just so goddamn good. <laughs> they're so good. Cool. There's a scene where he's talking to a girl and he's in a truck and it's raining and they're under a bridge. It's three D. It's not this part's not 3D, but mm. it's just an expert. The whole moment. movie's not in three D. No. No. Only one. Part. Part Only of the, the dream 3D? sequence. Wizard of Oz, yo. Is he goes he it's falls like asleep and it's, it's like a dream Tron sequence? 40-minute long dream sequence that's in three D. I, I oh, can't wait. Fuck. I can't wait. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the whole movie's not in three D. It's gonna be. Uh, awesome. That was a Chinese film. Yeah. Uh, and there's just this scene where he's like he's in like a trike type truck and he's mm-hmm. talking to a girl who's walking to the side. Mm-hmm. And the way the whole scene plays out and the pacing and like the the truck like, dies and has to be pushed, and it falls back out of the tunnel and into the water. And Whoa. it's all like one take, and the way the camera flows and moves. I was just sitting there, like losing my mind in the theater. Yeah. It's just like, what is this fucking magic? Because
0: it's all one take.
1: I feel like it was, and that's I could crazy. be wrong, but the feeling out of that scene uh, is just phenomenal. I, I love movies like that. Well,
0: that's part of the reason I wanted to do this project, and I asked Keller to do it with me, is because. There are well-known movies on here. There's movies I'd never heard of. I've never heard of. There's a 15
2: and a half hour movie we have to okay, watch we'll in fig- three years. We'll, f- we'll figure that <laughs> out, bud. We'll figure that out. 15 and a half Listen, hours. if actually, we start now. that's
0: only That's only the
2: first of three movies. If we
0: though. start now, that's only five hours a year, dude. That's not that much.
2: Yeah, but we have to find a guest willing to do that as well. <laughs> Look,
0: that's 12 seconds a, uh, a week. That's not <laughs> okay, a lot. Okay, true. That's not a lot. You we'll know figure what? it out. Let's live yeah. a...
2: <laughs> you know what? Let's go to Germany and just
0: live for <laughs> 15 and a half yeah. hours and see how um, that goes. But like the, 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 the beauty of this list is that sometimes, it doesn't happen often enough, mm-hmm. we do get exposed to international cinema we get exposed to you know things that i haven't seen or keller hasn't seen like keller had never seen akira oh and we yeah you know? that movie did make so my good. head explode yeah. so or good i, I don't we, know both of us had never I seen I ever
2: need to see it again right right only because it's so fucking bonkers it's so good heavy it is. can you imagine and,
1: what it would be like to be a filmmaker that survived a nuclear holocaust no no, no, I cannot. And that's like that's the fascination with some of that stuff from yeah. Japan is you're just like yeah. you live this shit.
0: Yeah. And even yeah. if they didn't And it
1: influences your art in a way that is so impossible for us to tell that story. Correct. But I hear that an American wants to make a cure. I'm like, what are yeah. you doing? I know. <laughs> How can know. we tell that story? We yeah. don't know. Yeah.
0: You're the bad guy of that story. Yeah. You cannot tell that so- but like even if somebody did not survive, there there you can still feel that generational oh. impact. All in, the s- fucking stories anime today. and Everything. movies
1: out of the 80s in Japan were yep. just like, we're living with this still. Yep. And this is our culture. And, like, and we're living And with I feel
0: this. like Americans are like, cool, this looks dope. And, <laughs> and Japanese people are like, this is our pain. <laughs> like, <laughs> this story is oh, more meaningful so than you. Real. No, 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 so cool, real. robots. And well. there's
1: such an apologetic, like, as a country, they did something that I don't think America ever could or would do, mm-hmm. which was, we were wrong. Yep. Yeah. And we have to move forward and we will help move forward. (sighs) Yeah. And we will like and I'm sure there's a lot of people who have great resentment. Mm -hmm. Great resentment. Very justified Um, resentment. I got uncomfortable. I got uncomfortable at a Japanese restaurant like a month ago, Mm. waiting in line for the restroom. And it's a, uh, it's a Hiroshima based restaurant. Mm -hmm. So they have a lot of facts about Hiroshima and stuff like that on the wall. And I'm waiting in line at the bathroom and two Japanese men covered in tattoos. Are reading all this stuff, and they get to the parts about the bombs dropping, yeah. and they're reading out loud and talking about stuff they're reading, and I'm just like the white guy saying they're really uncomfortable. Like, oh, 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 we're getting to that part. Oh, they're at that part, and I'm like, don't look at me, don't look at me. I did. Oh, this is uncomfortable. Oh my god. And they're just like. Hey, the dumb fucks they should know what they were getting into. And I was like, what this is even more uncomfortable. Oh my god. I, am, I don't even know how to respond to this right now. That's horrifying. And then, and then like one of them looks at me like, "Oh god," you know, like all this crazy stuff and I'm just like, I don't don't engage with me. You, don't you're engage. Like, I, I can not agree, I can't disagree. I'm out. I'm out. So uncomfortable, but, but it's I can't speak for that culture as a whole, but even in their media you see yeah. all this like strange reaction of like like regret uh Mm -hmm. accepting failure Mm -hmm. but then also like anger towards that having
0: to as a nation uh, admit that their emperor is not god like the united states made them do that like that's so that's like that is something that i don't see that the united states could ever do that 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 god isn't god we can't even
1: impeach the fucker right (laughs) sorry guys in
0: god you don't trust yeah yeah Yeah. you lost can't imagine Mm -hmm. take it off your i mean yeah that in fact that that does That's not happen. Been That's, America's the since That's the struggle. That's the beginning. struggle. Even yeah. the even the part just of the country destroy. that did lose, they're like, no, Jesse James. That's the whole point. Right. That's the whole right. point. Can you
1: imagine? No. If, if Japan had still just been like, no, World War II, we were right. Yeah. But everybody, everybody would had to like, admit Germany too, as well. Germ- but in yeah. A less. I feel like in a less humiliating way because Germany didn't yeah. have an atomic bombs dropped on them. Right. Right. You know. Right. They have to live with the constant like, yeah, Hitler, that was us. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't have fucking. World-destroying bombs dropped Jeez. on their, their cities. Thousands and thousands of people gone just immediately. Yeah. Gone. Anyway, and uh, then being and born then into for, radiation poisoning. Yeah.
0: Watch the original years Godzilla. And years after. And then watch and Shin, then Shin, watch Shin Godzilla. Godzilla. Shin Godzilla
2: is amazing. Woo! And that Different thing, shows but. you that they're still fucking dealing with yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. How do we
0: deal with <laughs> responses and emergencies? And watch... Bureaucracy. ...1917, because you guys were talking about that beforehand. Yeah. And you guys yeah. both loved it very much. So much.
2: And... Also watch this movie. Yes, yeah. and watch this movie, and then watch 1917, and can then I, you'll mm. get it. Can I just you'll say though, see the, the it, catch
1: it's, it? As cynical as we can be about some of the things on this list, yeah, it's a really good time for movies right now. Oh, absolutely. Last year was such a good fucking year for movies. Yep. Get the Oscars out of your head. Yeah. Don't listen to the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> <Fuck 'em. laughs> The amount of good movies that came out last year blows my mind.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: When we started, you know, Adam and I were sitting there and just talking about all these great fucking movies that came out last mm-hmm. year, and then eventually we we're like, "Shit, even us came out last year." We mm-hmm. forgot because it was in February yeah, of last early. year. Early. And
2: then like I don't know, I feel like it's first year in a long time. A lot of like I don't know, original movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Before we're we were only talking about Marvel movies. Only sure. talking about when sure. the Star Wars movies coming out, and, and then fucking and even just a barrage of even like genre shit. Midsummer. Here's a murder mystery movie. Here's a Nazi satire. Here's a fucking South Korean comedy thriller. Here's a murder mystery uh, movie that's actually about
1: immigration. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And accepting, oh, dude. That's what it's about. That was one of my favorite like gotcha things of the whole year. The trailers did not tell you that that was what the movie was actually about. And it is so
0: smart. Knives Out is great. And even the stuff that's the big blockbuster movies compared to blockbuster action movies and stuff from the 90s. Even the stuff today, it's like mostly good for what it. like. It, it's good, like but 1917, it's... 1917, Roger Deakins, we're just getting to see him yeah. fucking...
2: Yeah. Go nuts. Go yeah. nuts.
1: But, I mean, I think the Oscars snubbed a lot of really good stuff this Agreed. year. But Definitely, who cares? But fuck the Oscars now. Yeah. Yeah, fuck them. Like em. this,
2: it's always been solidified. It's always been bullshit. Yeah, Guys, it has. the very first ever best actor was the dog who played Ren Tintin, and they took it away from him and gave it to a human being. So it's always been bullshit, y'all. <laughs> always. The it entire has. Academy voted for the dog who played Renton Tin. Tin as yeah. best
1: actor. I mean, when you really realize it's just a bunch of people yeah. in Hollywood that are voting, of yes. course they're not going to have, like... Of course they're like, going to vote for the artist. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Argo. That, the second I got out of the artist, I was like, this movie was made for people who think that they have a career in LA. <laughs> and SAG's going to vote for this to fucking win every award. And, and sure that's enough, why we were all so surprised did. La La Land did end up losing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no shit. No shit. <laughs> that was a surprise. Well, yeah. they got them, you know, because yeah. the, they had a, a movie that made white people feel good about supporting black people. Then it's like, well, now we got to vote for exactly. it, right? We don't yep. want people to think we're racist. They did yep. it. They did, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, Zach, thank you so much for joining us tonight.
1: Hey, this is a real treat. This I was just, a real treat. This is the most time I've spent just hanging out with a couple cool dudes in a really long time.
0: That's what's great about this dumb project, too. Is it's just an excuse for that. It's just an excuse to hang I out. I got to eat some barbecue, watch yeah. a movie. Yeah, and it have was a, even a good a movie. Like I left was, my uh,
1: entire crew to work alone at the <laughs> studio. They're working really hard while I'm here. Yeah, they're going to be fine, Zach. Hey, Don't you on. guys
2: are doing a great job. Yeah. Um, we, know, uh, we know you guys Listen to the podcast uh, I'm gonna, Out loud uh,
0: Zach I'm going to Send you the list um, Of stuff that's Coming up next year Because our premise Is we try to have A different person On each week For a year straight So that's 50 wow. episodes that's not, But then next, right, year, that's you the next right. year So you, we have Repeat guests Oh, I'm sure there's Going to
1: be Something else on that list i got to talk about Uh uh-huh. And got, it
0: could be Something you love Or hate Whatever you I'd want I'd
1: almost rather Come for something I hate So I can Let's actually do. have. Because what's a movie sure. I really really like It's, it's just like, like This is so good It's great It's good Go watch it
2: But you had a lot To say about this one though Yes I said a it's lot from your heart.
1: I said way more when we were just watching the movie and I kind of feel bad that and now I feel like when we're doing the podcast. <laughs> fine. Like, oh, it'll just
0: be redundant. I said so much shit during no, the movie. No, 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 no. It's good. You'll have to just record a, a commentary for it later. I'd rather on it. Yeah, don't no, do No, you, you should do that. the whole movie. Do a commentary on <laughs> a Missouri accent. <laughs> Keller, I know you flipped the page. Do you know what movie we're watching next week and who's our guest gonna be? No, I went too far. Okay.
2: Let me see who it is.
0: Oh, I know who our guest is gonna be. I know be. that at and the end
2: of the year we're gonna watch Napoleon, which is five and a half hours long, so that's cool, man. Oh, really? Uh, it was designed as a gigantic biopic in six 90-minute parts. Oh,
1: God. Five and a half hours? I'm telling you. I can uh, let you guys borrow
2: Joan the Maid if you want. No, thanks. I want to see it. Joan the Maid? Okay, you can watch it. I like
1: the Joan Arc story. It's really... Yeah.
2: yeah. Have you read uh, Mark Twain's book about it?
1: No. Mark Twain mm. did a
2: book. Is it super racist? Joan of Arc?
1: No. No. Oh, surprisingly.
2: It was in France. You couldn't be that racist in France yet.
1: Mm. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised.
2: Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, so, um, <laughs> well, I mean, like, I don't know how... Joan of
0: Arc just around a bunch no, of french of people Arc's, in a castle. I don't know how like, racist
1: super she could religiously yeah. like, charged, which it's really interesting.
0: The movie we're which watching next week, racist. Keller, is Martin Scorsese's Casino. Oh yeah, another 3-hour epic. <laughs> <laughs> about
1: it the is. fault of man. It is. It <laughs> is. Why do we love that story so much? White male
0: rage. White male rage. That's what that's what these movies are about. Um mm-hmm. it's uh and our guest is going to be Eddie okay. Doty. Eddie Doty. Eddie Doty. Our buddy Eddie Doty's going to come in, and help us out. And, uh, um, and I think I'm borrowing the movie because it is unfortunately... Actually, hang on. I can pull up where you can watch Casino. We like Dude, to let all of our that's guests... That's probably that one stars. of the hardest things
1: for you guys doing this now is how hard it is to get physical copies and shit. <sighs> we, don't, we had yeah. to track down a VCR
2: and VHS for that movie Flesh. We... What didn't we just have trouble Listen, doing? It? We, we don't just have had to, to find some movie called Greed. We don't we had have to, go to, f- to yeah. publicarchive.org yeah. or some. I, wow,
0: I, I use a library. It's great. It's the the library's 19-20s. great because yeah. we can stream stuff, and that's the easiest thing. Is if something you know when we'll f- just rent when, it on Amazon. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but Casino is actually for those listening right now, streamable for free on Directv. If oh, you that's if, you're, a tough one. if you're subscribed to Directv, I guess it, it's also like an app and you can get Guys, that. Cut the cord. And also it's on uh stars if you have Amazon. So if you go to like stars, Amazon so. Prime, then Casino is streamable there. Otherwise it's rentable online for three bucks on Redbox, Amazon, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah. So so we're gonna be watching Casino next week. It's three hours long. Um Good luck tracking it down. Watching it, uh, I F haven't seen. If you can't track it down, just watch all the Oceans movies. Okay. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, specifically, Oceans Thirteen, because um, that's yeah. the one with. That's the one about a casino. Oh wait, yeah, it is. They're all, all about the first casino. And wait, it, second who's, one's not about who's a casino. in Casino? Bob, Bobby De Niro. Who else? Uh, that's it, right? No, there's some big names in it. Pacino? No. Maybe. I don't think so. Because they know. did their first big one was Heat. I think it's Robert De Niro. Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. That's it's right. It's so
1: weird to I me. Mean, the more I think about this list coming out in 2008, it's like, yeah, that's 11 years ago. Yeah. There's been I know. So many good movies. After Casino
2: Tw- or watching Cloverfield, that came out in 2008.
0: 12 years ago, dude. 12 years ago. Oh,
1: shit. It's 2020. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Time and keeps this, going.
0: And this decade plus, I think, has has been my favorite four film ever. It's so this good. This past decades. Been I've been phenomenal. having a blast at the movies. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's wow. been great. Dude. John Carter, bro, 2012. John Carter, 2012.
2: The year that John Carter and the movie 2012 came out? <laughs> yeah, you're I right. Think that 2012 was the best. came out
0: in like 2006 don't or something. I not fucking know, I think, dude. Didn't it? Or did it come out in 2012?
1: I don't think it came out in 2012. I, I wish never, it came out in 2014. It I had to yeah. rise on that fear of like, yo, the world's yep. going to end in a couple of years. Exactly. We have to
2: outrun an earthquake in a limousine with John Cusack. <laughs>
1: Fuck that movie. Um,
0: Fuck that movie. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Zach, also before we go, where can people find you and follow your work. And is there anything that you want to point them to? You got, we got to talk about Kolak.
1: Go to Missouri. Sure. I talk about Kolak. Yeah. I make a weekly show. That's very David Lynch inspired live show. It's uh, insane. We tell a story every week using like live VFX props. Uh, we have a custom composer and everything. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's a weekly and, show on twitch.tv slash hyper RPG.
0: And when you say live VFX, like in case people are thinking like, Oh, you guys have like a smoke machine. No, you do things where you have like as Squibs. the show is <laughs> as the show is live uh, like if we, if we were on it, Keller, would well, just you were f- on it. I was you were on, on it. an
1: episode last week where we brought out a cadaver.
0: That was insane. An actual dead body. So not squibs, but like a dead, not an actual dead body, but a dead body. It was body. a fake dead body, but it was
1: a dead body you had to like dig in to find clues. Yep. What the fuck? Yeah. That's the <laughs> I have show. fun with that show. It's great. And uh, you do things
0: close. visual effects wise where, uh, you'll fade in one of the actors like in and out of existence. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. We do
1: live VFX with a team dude. of one person. We've been a, we've been developing tech. We use face tracking and stuff too to do like what? face effects. You probably didn't see it because you were on the show. But every time I was talking to you as the blind person, my eyes were whited out no. using face tracking. What? Yeah, yeah. So the audience is getting to see like as I was. I gave Adam a cue of like any time I look up. Oh my god! Cut to the VFX shot of what it's was tracking my eyes. Earl was that blind the character's Earl. name? Yeah.
0: That was crazy. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's In cool. And the scenes
1: where I was. Uh, the scenes where I was talking to you with the reverb as mm-hmm. the director of the FBI mm-hmm. and those shots, my mouth wasn't moving. So that's why I said, yeah. I'm talking into your head. The audience that's sees cool. me talking and I was using that reverb, like duplication. But your effect. Lips aren't moving. You guys are seeing that, but the, what the people yeah. at home are seeing is the VFX stuff where we've set up and all that stuff doing Pushing, the limits. pushing hit the limits. Don't push in the table
2: This is a recorded medium. Pushing the limits. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't. I love it.
0: Come on, it's audio. Pushing the limits of uh, live. Microphones TV. are on this table. Uh so follow Zach and everybody at Hyper RPG if you're already not doing that. Go watch Casino. We're going to be back next week with Eddie Doty. And thanks again for coming on to the show. We're going to have course. you on next you. year. And Keller?
2: Uh, you kids stay out of it. Make there sure is. you do it. And if you don't, you're going to hear about I it. That was
1: pretty lonely over there without <laughs> headphones on, wasn't it? It is. You know, <laughs> I kept hearing. We we're like really noises. intimate right now. And yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are
2: you guys hearing? How do I sound?
0: You sound great. I can't hear myself <laughs> in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.